Okay, here's a little background before the story actually begins. Once there was a boy named Miles. Miles is the main character of the story. He was who we shall embark on this crazy journey with, beginning at age 14 to age 17. At age 14, Miles was a freshman going into high school. At age 17, Miles will be a senior graduating high school and shall be turning 18 in the summer. Miles will be graduating around the same time as us with the epidemic going around and is doing online classes as well. We shall relive moments in his life that stuck out as well as the ways it made him change overall into what he has become. With all things being said, there shall be a very detailed story on his love life, if you could even call it that. A love life is a very big overstatement for the trials that he has faced. Now, let's get to this adventure. My alarm bells, my alarm blares right next to me, volume all the way up. Damn near going deaf from the noise. It's time for me to go to school. The thing I dread the most of all is why, why did the weekend go by so fast? It's the Monday right before Christmas break and I've been waiting for it for such a long time. This week go by in a flash and before I know it, it is time that I depart from school and head home all throughout the day. Zelia has been giving me a weird look if we didn't have work. I would have been around her all day. Everything about her draws me in. The attitude, gentle voice, eye rolls, smart remarks. The way she looks at me, I'm lost in her essence. Why is this? What the hell? It's only been a couple of months and I feel like I need to date her, even though we've had such little conversations with each other. Why is she so attractive? I made it home, thankfully. Finally time to relax and count down the days to Christmas. Just then my phone buzzes. It's a DM on Instagram from Zelia. She noticed the way we stared at each other and wanted to know why that was. Me being lost for words, I think quickly to respond with a witty but flirty remark. The conversation lasts hours, and before I know it, it was 12 a.m. and we we're making crazy decisions. We've decided to date even though we know we won't be able to see each other for almost three weeks. Those weeks zoom by without me even noticing. It seemed like Christmas break just moved so quickly, and before I know it, it was time to go back to school. Late night calls last until morning, long-lasting conversations that Intrigue every feeling and muscle in my body. Finally, someone who can actually hold a conversation. I feel at ease knowing that I now have a girl I will be with all of high school. Am I in love? How could it be that in such a short time I began to catch feelings? We see each other all day because we never switch classes. She's amazing in every way, but I feel like I'm losing myself in her life. Why is that? Now that a full month has passed, I began to feel that my love for her is unconditional and that nothing can change that. Even if we broke up, I'd still love her. We spent a little time together out of school, after school, on the train, during office hours, lunch, etc. I've lost what it meant to be alone and how to make myself happy, all because I've gotten used to her making me happy. 
But shouldn't I be happy that she's making me happy? I question myself and notice. I question myself and she notices. Babe. It's weird that I don't think I can be alone anymore. I could tell she is puzzled and conflicted about what I meant. What did that mean? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? I don't get it myself. Why do I even feel more alone than before knowing that she's here for me? I can't answer. Is this what love is? Is this what love is? Feeling helpless without a person? It has to be. But why do I feel so empty whenever we talk? The months zoom past, and I continue to feel this way without ever bringing it up. It goes from long conversations to longer arguments that span days. Now I can't wait to go home. Seeing her all day becomes too much to handle, and I begin to crumble. Spring break is here, and we're finally alone after all the times of wishing I didn't have to go home because she's my source of happiness. It's finally time. Time for us to become closer, connect with each other deeply. I'm so nervous. What's next for you? What should I expect? What will happen? She arrives that Thursday morning. No one else is home, just me and her. I've done this other times, but this time it's different. It's like so much anxiety. But I've known her for so long. Why is that? I take a deep breath, relax, and wait. She arrived that Thursday morning. No one else is home, just me and her. We chill together for a couple hours, and everything is great. I love you, babe, and I'll never not be here, I say. With the response, I expect those words that captured my every sense and make me numb with joy. I love you, too. You know I'll never leave you, she says. Everything goes well, and it's moving swiftly, but things are cut short. A day or so goes past, and everything changes. Accusations of cheating, infidelity becomes apparent to her, and I've never done anything. I have proof to back it up, but that means nothing to her. Just like that, all my happiness has left me alone and hurt. I'm engulfed in the sorrow flames of despair. Silently, I crumble under the pressures of school, and no one notices that because I won't let them. How could someone who loved you just give up on you so quick after everything? Chronic depression sinks in and I'm left damaged, but my fake smile fools them all, everyone except myself. My knowledge of my pains leads to me secluding myself. A month and a half goes past. I'm finally over it, at least I believe, and I move on, but I no longer believe in love anymore. Love is just a sad excuse for people to hold each other close for a short period of time than abandon them after the first large bump. A girl constantly walks by me in the hall, often saying hello, but I can't seem to find out her name. I learn that her name is Sarai. Sarai catches my eye. Sarai is the exact opposite of Zelia. She's shorter, caramel, and always greets me with a smile, even though I don't know her. I didn't know her for a while. Later, we get to know each other and get each other's contact information. Short conversations about absolutely nothing become long, meaningful conversations about how love really sucks. It's the end of the year, just a couple of more weeks of school, almost a sophomore. Sarai begins to expect 
hugs whenever I see her because we don't have any classes with each other. And she loves seeing me. A year later, I found out she would wait outside my classroom whenever she could to give me hugs. And that really warmed my heart. I went back to the story. As the conversations went on, and we continued to talk about our troubled love lives, which slowly, steadily became intertwined into one, Sarai left school that year. And I knew nothing of it. I had asked one of her classmates where she was, and they said she literally just left. She's transferring to a different school. In that exact moment, I don't know what I could have done. I felt lightheaded, like I lost breath. In that moment, my world crumbled. How could she not tell me? What school was she transferring to? And would I ever see her again? Most of these questions were answered when I got in contact with her. Our relationship continued to develop as time progressed, even though I could never really see her. And I felt really strong about it. But one day, our relationship was halted that summer when I met another girl by the name of Ashihana. Ashihana I had never seen before. I actually met online on Instagram and thought it was cool. We began as best friends, which only lasted about 16 hours because after that time I was asking her out. Our relationship had by far been my worst this time in the story. It started off so well, everything worked. We agreed on pretty much everything and then it all changed. With everything that I had been going through, I became emotionless. So much so that I showed little to no emotion to her ever, and she hated that about me. She swore that she loved me and that nothing could ever change that. And I fell for it. That love, two things that I could never have imagined happening. Due to my lack of emotion, she would find any and every way to enrage me to the point where I would have an outburst to satisfy her need for my emotion. I had to sit back and look at everything for what it was. On one hand, I thought, maybe this is just the beginning stages of love and it'll get better eventually. On the other hand, I knew that I shouldn't be going through this at all, so it was time to make a decision. I think it's time for us to take a break from one another, I said, but it never registered to her. A break from what exactly? Do you not want to be with me anymore? Ashiana would say, trying to guilt me into staying. So I took a step back. What would be my next step in this relationship? Would I break up with her? And be smart about it? Ending it in July, or would I stick to it and continue mental punishment? Well, folks, unfortunately, that will be it for today. Um, I'm sorry to leave you on a cliffhanger like that, but I must bid you adieu to continue this story and see what other relationships Miles has had. Tune in next week for part two of Love, the Tranquility of War on the Brain. Thanks again for my sponsors of the podcast, DreamWorks, Xbox, Spotify, Charcoal Lighter Fluid, and PlayStation. This is yours truly signing off, Isaiah.